Hello and welcome to a brand new podcast sponsored by Toro University, where we're going to help you find a way to balance your Toro values with your chosen career. And joining us for episode three is Eitan Razi, a dent school student who's going to talk all things med school, dent school, choosing the right path in your college career, in your undergrad, all the way to your grad school, and how to raise a Jewish family alongside it. So I hope you enjoy as much as I did. Enjoy. Eitan Razi. You're joining me here today in Landis College for Men. So I want to ask you, what are you doing here? Uh, I'm doing dental school. I'm in dental school right now. Uh-huh. Career in dentistry. Mm-hmm. So you want to give me a little background. Where were you before? Because I'm going to make the assumption that you were in Landis College for Men prior yes. to you being here. Yes, you want the whole story? I do. All the way back. Yeah, all the way. You know what? Take me right, <laughs> right to the beginning. Okay, the where beginning. You... I was born in Los Angeles. I'm originally Persian. <laughs> My parents were born in Persia. No, so they moved to LA. Um, um, they, they were actually born in Persia? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. They moved when they were like 20s, mid-20s, uh-huh. late 20s. Yeah, they came to LA mm-hmm. and um, I was born there. Eula for mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. And then after Eula, I actually went to Israel in Mevaseret. Mevaseret Sion, the yeshiva there. But when you when you went to uh, yeshiva, were you, what was your plan to... Uh, when you were going to college, so you were planning actually, to go to YU. I I applied to uh, all the UCs, and mm-hmm. UCs are like the like the main branch of colleges in in uh, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went, I applied all all over my first year. Didn't get into the place I wanted to. Applied while I was in Israel again to the UCs, and uh, got into somewhere I wanted to go to the year before, but. Things have changed a little. When I was in yeshiva, I didn't really want to go to secular college as much. Mm-hmm. So I went to, uh, ended up, I wanted to go to Lander slash YU. My parents pushed me toward YU, went there for a little and didn't love it as much as I wanted it. So I went to, came to Lander's. And at that point, you knew you were going to be going into dentistry? Um, no, I really wanted to be a doctor since, since I was about like six. Really? Yeah. Why, what was? Regular medical doctor. What was the reason behind that? Um, reason being, I love sciences. Mm-hmm. I loved people. I loved science in general. I loved the uh, health. So, and and obviously, it's very much part of it was uh, parents, um, not only Jewish but also Persian. So they like like to push you <laughs> into either lawyer or medical. Exactly, okay. you got okay. you got to be a doctor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I mean, it really could have fit, and I I really did love that in a, in a way for until. Like my first year in Landers, where mm-hmm. I started to like double check, like, is that really what I want? Like, mm-hmm. I did want something in the health sciences, but did I want to go through all of medical school and residency, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? And did I want that lifestyle? Also, did I want to just keep going with that for the rest of my life? It's really, mm-hmm. it's a really intense, intense thing. I mean, I kind of also want a family. I have, and, uh, I didn't want to necessarily put that, put my all into mm. and you medicine, feel like- but rather, you... I, I, mostly I think I wanted to, I, I think it was too broad for me. Med- mm. Medicine is just like, you can, you have to be a doctor, you have to know everything, not mm. only about the body, but about like everything that happens. And it was just too much for me. I thought like, I like switched into dentistry more because it was very slight. Like, uh, it's one track. It, it's, it's one track. Mind. It's not just one track mind. It's like, uh, there's a specific range of what you need to know and what you should be a master at. I feel like in, in medicine, you don't really become the master of your field unless mm-hmm. you, eventually you probably do, but, but in dentistry, you can just like 
master one one subject or one area of uh of the body so, so explain to me the differences of like how you get like from i assume you always start off in your undergrad doing pre-med or right. to an extent right and then from there what's the differing after pre-med yeah um well so medical school is four years dental school is four years mm-hmm. medical school could be thought of as being harder mm-hmm. dental school is also very challenging not to say the least um after that residencies for medical school usually are about three four years dental school in new york it's one year where i'm from in los angeles it, there is no residency actually you can go straight to working mm-hmm. um, and most i think other places than new york you can go straight into working although residency might be a good idea for like one year mm-hmm. and um but you, if you specialize in dental dentistry at medical school, there's also other spe- subspecialties. You keep going with it. I'm telling you, go yeah. forever. <laughs> uh, dentist, dentist, dentistry, dentistry. Also, you can you can go for a little bit. You can do residencies. I, I'm planning on actually applying to ortho, orthodontics. Okay. So that's like a two, three year program. So is that because of your experience with the orthodontist? Honestly, yes, very much. Yeah. I, I really did enjoy it. I, I was like Amazing. kind of weirded out in the beginning of like. <laughs> I didn't even want ortho, and my mom was like, "Nah, like you should get ortho." I had a class, a class two. Basically, my jaw was like this, like it was like yeah, it was this way, whatever, <laughs> an under underbite. So, uh, so um, I, I really got gained a lot from that. Like I saw my teeth like actually moving and really? like yeah, literally moving and and like my jaw actually moving forward, and it was wow. very interesting to see the the progression. Mm-hmm. And I just uh, it it did a lot for just like facial aesthetics for me and mm-hmm. uh, i know it could do a lot for a lot of people so. interesting as baruch Hashem, very lucky i never needed all my wow. siblings needed wow. i never needed but like that's what i was saying at the beginning like i'm terrified of the dentist that's that, very lucky is it is it like if a, you want i could check it might yeah <laughs> that's what i was saying i was saying to everyone everyone get 50 percent off when you listen to this 50 <laughs> percent off. yeah we'll Pretty see good. <laughs> maybe we should have tried that um make it 20 right? <laughs> so hold it so how does it make you feel that like it's the biggest like for a lot of people everyone says like i hate going to the dentist like it's it's like a big fear for a lot right, like right. is it an irrational fear do you think it's very um it could be rational just it's usually probably just because they've had dentists that were not nice to them mm-hmm. that, and i i remember as a kid i i was like six years old and i came out of the dentist and bleeding all over and i'm you like mom it? like he made me bleed and it's just <laughs> terrible like you don't usually have to be so uh, so crazy. It probably was my fault. I probably didn't brush so well. Uh-huh. So uh, it's called gingivitis. So that's what you get. But <laughs> but in in general, yeah. What were we talking about? What were we talking about why people hate the dentist? Are we? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's usually just something something as a as a kid, something as yeah. a child, something happened, and really, it's not not like that. Mm. And if if you go to the dentist as an adult, it'll be much much better. Because yeah. if you brush a little bit, like it. It could save you, and uh, it's, it's really not so bad. It's interesting because the only thing I ever remember about the dentist is just like the taste of latex gloves. It's awful, <laughs> literally, just like latex gloves just prodding you, and like this pig going in. Oh, it gives me shivers. But listen, <laughs> each their own, you know. If you enjoy it, then it's good. Um, so on, so we talked, we delved a little bit into the fact that you said you wanted to go down this route because of your family. Like you said you wanted to have like that balance. So right now, I'm. I'm going to make the assumption you're married and you have a kid. I have two kids. Wow. A wife and two kids. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I didn't, by the way, I didn't ask, how old are you? I am 27. 27, 27 right now. Uh-huh. Just turned 27. I was a week ago. 
Wow. And, um, yeah, so, I got married at 23. Mm-hmm. And that was and, how long into you were in Smicha program at that point? I was in Smicha, right? I was like mm-hmm. a year and a half into Smicha. Mm-hmm. Um, I got married, started dating before that, a year before that. So, um, and then 23, I got married. A year after, I had a, had a kid before dental school. Then I just last, about last year, March time, I had a, another one. So he's wow. about nine months old. Amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, hold on, so how do you find that balance? So the balance is a, is a lot of jiggling everything, like making everything fit. So mm-hmm. like it, it depends on your schedule. It depends a lot about the communication you have with your wife. Um, you really have to like work it out and work out if she's okay with that lifestyle mm-hmm. and you yourself are able to juggle the, the kids, the wife your other obligations you're learning your obviously dental school career and uh and there's a lot to the dental school career and it's very time consuming obviously but as every career could be so Mm -hmm. So do you find that you're how how do you say you you yourself balance it like what do you like realistically like to be able to spend time with the kids to be able to spend time with your wife and do it and learn right like and so it's it's definitely difficult and mm-hmm. you really have to balance it the 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 key is to make like a schedule make and and kind of try and follow the schedule for example just like to take you through my day you'll i'll wake up at around 5 30 ish go to go to a minion yeah um that's that, intense. school in stony brook starts uh-huh. at eight like and it's mandatory you got to get there mm-hmm. stony brook is an hour away from here yeah i live right here uh so you have to get up really early you have to dive in, go to go to school, make the best of school. Don't just like when there's like breaks, you don't just like talk and you got you have to just you have to really be be on your game. If you mm-hmm. have a project to do, you have to do you have to do something. You got to do it. If you have homework, studying, tests, you got to do it. Um, and usually it ends around about 10, five o'clock p.m. Um, after that, I'll come back in traffic like six fifteen ish. I'll be home around there. Um, and how often that's do you where go the, again, by the way? Well, how often do you go? You go in every day, every day, every day during COVID, obviously not. Yeah. But, um, but nowadays it's every day. Wow. And uh, so you come back six fifteen. That's real family time. Six fifteen mm. to when the kids go to sleep. You're not doing any work. You are fully with the family, playing with the kids, putting them to sleep, with the wife, everything. So, right. um, so and then and then. You have to make some time to learn. So, so that's like, what I was going to ask, where does that come in? So that's I, I have an official Seder from nine to ten. That's uh-huh. my that's my Seder during dental school. And I know people that aren't married and like they could learn two, three hours a day. And like it just depends on the schedule and what you're doing in dental school. If you're doing extra, extra things in dental school, like right now I'm doing some research. So like I, I do have to spend more time in school. Like sometimes I'm going on Sundays, and etc. So but after that, after like a. The family time that you have, like I'll go to yeshiva around nine, and then from like around nine to ten, I'll learn marv at ten, and um, come back either come back depending on what, whether I have a test or not, how much I how much work I have, I would stay till who knows when eleven thirty something like that around there, and then uh, sleep. But that's during the week, so like mm-hmm. there's weekends also. So so Saturdays, obviously, I'm learning, and that's one of my big things. I, I try really hard not to study or do anything on on Shabbat. So yeah, on Shabbat, I'm just that's that's the biggest brother we have. Like, yeah, Mamish, Shabbat is just like it's a you come 
as a kid, I remember like Shabbat was just like it was a bit of an annoyance, you know. Yeah. Oh, how can I get up? now? I literally I I cholish it. It's, it's yeah. schmuck, you know. The best. Like, you, just, you get to actually. You can't even live without it. Yeah. Um, Tom, what would you say up until this point, and including like family, all of this stuff? What was the biggest challenge you faced, like within getting to this point in the career? Getting to this career, just being on top of my game. Um, meaning every step has has its own challenges. So like when you get married, it's its own challenges. Balancing that with learning, and then and then at the same time you have to apply. But while doing smicha and while really actually trying to chazer and really remember everything that you're learning, and then after. Smicha, so then you're in dental school. Dental school itself is like just just terribly hard. You have to pound studying, mm-hmm. and uh, you have to study, but at the same time balance the the kids and the wife, and and make sure nobody's upset, and like and make sure you're also a little bit learning. You know, you're like mm-hmm. being on top of your game on every every aspect. How do you stay like mentally okay? Like honestly, I, don't know. I wonder. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably my, my psyche. Like that's just how I work. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't really take so many breaks. I mean, uh, if I need a break, I'll go to sleep. Usually. Yeah. That's like my uh, my thing. I know. Break. I know a lot of people. They, they need like a break. Like uh, mm-hmm. watch a little video or something like that. Uh, yeah. But um. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what would you say is like a good personality trait then? Because we're talking about the psyche. What was like a good personality trait you'd say someone should have going into the even into med school or like dentistry right, right or i think organization would be the, the biggest thing yeah. um obviously you have to be smart mm-hmm. not a genius but like really smart and on top of your game you have to really study and uh if you just keep on the the studying and being on your game meaning balancing which things to do when you'll you'll succeed in both dental medical or probably most other other traits as well other mm-hmm. fields Interesting. So what, what do you say people don't really know about dentistry prior to getting into dentistry? It's a very good question. Um, good question. The, obviously, they know that like the dads and every and academics, just like getting A's and good GPA, et cetera, is really good. I think the one thing that people kind of look over is that for, first of all, extracurriculars, they're important and uh, you have to like really strive in that. But just after all the application is sent, the interviews you get is probably the most important part because you can get six interviews. If you suck at the interview, you have to, right. you're, you're done. Like you, you have to be personable and that, and that person being personable just will, ex, uh, it'll, it'll lead you to, to good healthcare because uh, you're talking to patients all day. You're, you have to be communicating the right way. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you're, you're done. <laughs> Interesting. So looking back now, what would you say if you could have done it differently you would have especially like would you have chosen dentistry straight away would you have gone to landers would you have gone to what like if you could change stuff what would you do i'll tell you i really i really wouldn't really change it so much i if anything i think i would have changed it years ago when i had that idea i was like oh i, I probably should do this or i probably should do that mm-hmm. but i i feel like Hashem like really steered me in the right direction. Yeah. And he, he made me go in the right path. Like, and, and like every move that I I would take, like going to Landers, it was just like a a huge, like going to Israel, just like crazy going to Landers every step of the way. Like I wouldn't have necessarily thought I was going there. I was going to say, by the way, like you said, you finished Landers in two years for pre-med. Right. 
how that happened. <laughs> that like, happened. Because uh, exactly. I assume most people would take four years for a pre-med. Right. So. Like three, four years. Right? Yeah. So I did do APs in, in high school. Mm-hmm. I did three APs there. Um, I took a class in YU, so that transferred over. I, uh, I took summers as well. So during the summers, I took classes in the, the first summer I was here, the second summer. And then I took another two classes afterward just because I needed it for my application. Did Israel count towards it or your and credits from Israel pretty much didn't matter at that point? Cause it, you had counted, so many. it counted it counted a lot actually for, really? for college because in Landers you need a certain amount of um, credits to, to finish. So th- mm. those were all Israel credits. Really? I also went a second year in Israel. I, I went to bet. So that take, bet also is taken. Ha- I think half the year is taken. I think you get for two years, you get 48 credits, I believe. Right, so, right. Which is pretty epic. Like, right, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I, I can almost be finished in like a couple <laughs> months or like a yeah. couple semesters. And yeah, it's, it's like, amazing. And there's, uh, there's it's great things. Epic. Was great. What's the best career advice you've been given? Or like, who, like, have you given advice or like, has someone given you the advice or like, what do you say? In, in, in dentistry specifically or... Yeah. Uh, in dentistry, I, you know, I'll if you have not in dentistry, I think the best advice because a lot of people and I've I've seen I'm I'm here in Landers a lot and people are deciding where to go and what to do. Mm-hmm. Just the best thing to do is what what you like and strive at because mm-hmm. if you don't love your job or at least like it and then love it later, it it'll be like you're you're just working every day. Yeah, you know? just, who wants to work every day? Yeah. If you want to like get up out of bed and like. And like really enjoy your day and like feel like you're not working every day that's uh that's the best thing so just pick what you like do you feel like you're doing that yeah yeah yes for sure that's incredible yeah what's the worst advice that you've been given that's even harder um (laughs) you don't have to say who gave it to you (laughs) (laughs) um i mean kind of the opposite somebody some people have told me like uh yeah just do this you'll make the right amount of money do this the right you know the I, I believe the money will come if mm-hmm. you're good at it and you love the job mm-hmm. it, it'll it'll be there for you the the job will make its own money yeah, yeah. but but you gotta, you gotta introducing a brand new segment questions from the majors so joining us today to ask our dental questions is none other than ethan quantup i said it right hopefully so come on in come and join us ethan thank you Ali. okay you said it perfect thank you thank you i tried um, all right, so we're gonna uh, pass it on to Ethan. Take it away. Awesome, thank you. Um, hey Ethan. Hey Ethan. My name's Ethan. <laughs> How'd you Inception get? Inception going on here. <laughs> um, so I guess the first question I have is, uh, how did you prepare for your the dental test, the DAT? Uh huh. So the DAT it was many years ago, probably about five-ish years ago, for me. Um, maybe four, five. So um, first of all there's different you're gonna have to not just focus on one material to you like one study material i would go to different different things so i remember i used like different videos chad's videos mm-hmm. i also i started off with this ari's boot camp thing he like gave me a whole study guide how to do it um just, yeah, just make a study guide for yourself that's very important make a study guide go online find out what works for you um study each section study the the yeah so study each section study definitely obviously the bio and all the sciences right. are very important you're gonna have to really remember remember a lot of material for that and the dat destroyer i also very much recommend that destroyer just go pound that um it's very 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 good has a bunch of questions that you're gonna need to know did you think that like different 
different, um, I guess, study materials are better for different sub- subjects? Or Right. So personally, I don't know all of them, but I used I used Ari's bootcamp for mm-hmm. like, they had this thing for the PAT section. There's something okay. for perceptual abilities. So that I used only, only that. I just kept doing questions, questions and questions. The sciences, whatever gets you the information, you have to be able to like actually understand organic chemistry mm-hmm. and understand general chemistry and as well as bio. So there's different books out there and they'll, they'll tell you different things. I use chance videos. I also use like an AP book that I used to ha- have for bio. Um, and then and then definitely do the the data destroyer. I think the data destroyer also that and other other books as well. Just like practice questions are very important because even if you understand the material, you have to be able to actually to do, do the practice right. question. Right, do questions so that you get good at doing them, good at doing them timely in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the reading and math like you're on your own. I was good <laughs> at math, not as good as reading, but like I'm. Right. You gotta you gotta be all all over. How, how well did you think that? college prepared you for for taking the test for for the science sections personally the college i went to the sciences it prepared me a lot actually i was a bio major so bio section wasn't as hard even though it's it's very vast so you're gonna have right. to study a ton um chemistry we had great teachers chemistry organic chemistry great teachers the pat you're just kind of gonna have to do that yourself you're gonna have to it's just uh, like almost a na- natural thing and right. then practice keep practicing okay. you could definitely get better and um English and uh, English, actually, the, the my, my college lenders helped me a lot. Um, and math, math, that was just that was just me. <laughs> it just matters on on who you are. I didn't even take a math class in college. I, uh, oh, okay. I did. I peed out. Yeah. So you you did not study much for it. I, I didn't study much for the math and okay. science English. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you said like your college. I guess it helped you a lot for a lot of things. How instrumental do you think? Um, academic advisors, all these um, resources were to help you getting into colleges right. and you know helping you with the application process. At Landers, I remember there was a, I mean, Tara, I think in general, but especially Landers, uh, Dr. Sheenara, shout out to her. Dr. Sheenara helped me a lot. She was the, the medical and dental school advisor and she really, she took me step by step. She like figured out like what I want to do medical when i was having like a little trouble medical maybe dental so that she she like gave me some guidance into that um as well as she helped me on the application she like went over everything and and made sure everything was right she's very very into it definitely use her as much as you can and um yeah so very helpful you definitely need that and i think that's a big plus for toro in general they have a great advisors yeah awesome okay so you're i mean I guess we should go through like the process in a way. So, I mean, for to getting into dental school, you know, dental school, they want to see other other things. So what about like internships and um, uh, research and all these things? What, did you have any um, um, right, right, experience right. with that? I, I definitely shadowed a ton. Um, I have different family members as well. I have like, let's say five cousins and aunts and stuff like that that were dentists. I shadowed each of them like about oh, 10, 15 hours. Um, and I also shadowed another one that's not not a family member. Definitely get somebody that's not a family member, and I shadowed him a bunch, like at least a hundred hours. I think they recommend, um, and that really just helps you get into the field, see if you even like it, and then after that, really teach you about how everything works. And and you're able to really like see different, I guess, skills. Yeah, and... different skills, different procedures. You learn a yeah. lot about it even before getting into dental school. Um, as well as research, I, I also did research. Um, research very much looks very it looks very mm. good. So if you can get a research program, it, it will be very good for you. 
And uh, I know like Toro has a ton of different yeah. staff that, that can do it. I know I have cousins and everything. I think, I think here we have like a research lab too. Right. They yeah, have yeah, a research so. lab here also, right? Okay. Yeah. So awesome. definitely those I'm, things. And extracurricular, volunteer, volunteer hours. Just go to hospitals, go to old age homes, whatever you can find. Mm-hmm. Just like do Be good, there. do good in the world, you yeah. know, and uh, they love that. They love okay. that. Awesome. So um, I guess work, working at these at these clinics, you said, or different offices, they give you like different skills. What what skill do you think are um, talents or do you think do you think that dental schools are most wanting to see? Dental schools, they want to see diversity yeah. and specifically how you interact with different diver- diverse people different, people, different, right, different, right, right. different types of of uh ethnicities right. or religions etc they want to know that yeah, you right. you know how to deal with like uh everyone Things in their, in their own way though right. meaning but like not just like being in your own bubble like we sometimes mm-hmm. feel like we are and we are in like these volunteer opportunities you show them that you're not just in that bubble you also extend to other places and so how would you go about doing that then as in you say you want to be able to show that you dealt with diverse set of people so how do you do it right so go to different community communities go to different and volunteer in different communities different hospitals meaning if you go to a hospital you're not just going to be dealing with like like a a jewish people that are teenagers like teenagers you'll be the uh, be dealing with everyone and talking to everyone and uh and interacting with everyone and that's probably the most important part about patient interaction patient interaction just means being able to speak with everyone nicely kindly and in their own way like some people don't don't necessarily have those ideologies that you have so if you for example like say uh, a present a procedure or something that's a little too much money you have to figure out that like this person might not have as much money as as you might have thought they had or that so you take that into consideration when when uh when dealing with treatment planning what what they what's better best for them so i mean each patient is an individual and each patient has differences and might like certain things might want different different things and you have to see and find out what they specifically want meaning and do they want a procedure that's very aesthetic or maybe they don't really care? Like I was just uh, chatting with an orthodontist the other day and he, there was a patient that had a, a very big, uh, a lot of, basically let's call it messed up, but, <laughs> but uh, he fixed it all. It was beautiful. Nice. Okay. But she lost her retainer. And then a few months later, she comes back with this big open bite and like, and she just, she didn't care about like, he, he presented other options that were like cheaper than just regular ortho. But she's like, no, I'll just I'll just take the regular retainers and just whatever the way I am right now, I'm fine with that. So different people just like have different uh, ideas about what they want. Okay, awesome. And um, so I guess um, I know here at Landers, like a lot of people are um, bio majors. How right. important do you think that is to you know going into dentistry and um, dental field? I guess as a whole, right? There's other types of you know majors or. Right. So I'm saying some biology is very good in a way because it it prepares you a lot for the sciences that you're going to be dealing with. So it'll give you anatomy and physiology and and all the other microbiology, things like that, that that you're going to be taking in dental school. And it's going to be really tough when you take it in dental school. Even if you take it here, it'll be tough. Like I took a lot of them and they're still tough in in medical dental school. Mm -hmm. They're just a a different breed, you know, (laughs) just like completely very, very uh, difficult. 
but um but so it'll help you in a way to be a bio major but at the same time if you don't if you don't think that you want to do a bio major or you don't want to necessarily focus on those things let's say you want to be an english major or i don't know if you like math and accounting or if you like uh I know, I know. Uh, one of our teachers is actually I know a psych majors. Who a psych major, a psych yeah. major. Listen, psychology is Talk very to important people, to, yeah. to patient yeah, interaction. To calm down. Can, it's, it's got, to calm down, calm down, to get get them to like you know come to the dentist even right mm-hmm. you know uh, to treatment plan convince uh, convince them into your treatment plan how you're like I mean, you're gonna save their life like is, that's more marketing at that point I guess marketing, marketing is like oh yeah exactly same thing. Yeah. Well, hold Everyone, so, every every profession needs a little bit of psychology. You know? How would you how do you structure it then? If you wanted to do like, for example, an English major and become a dentist, how do you structure it that you can like do? Because are there sciences that you or like cores that right. you have to? So there's like, right. So there's specific cores that you'd have to take, like uh, two bios, two chems, two physics. Uh, not physics. Uh, actually, physics, physics I think also optional for some schools. Right. Some like, some yeah. schools. Um, or go. There's certain certain things that you have to take. So you have to take those, and then you also have to take your major whatever major you're doing. So if you're doing psych or you're doing English or something else, you have to take all the cores for that, the, the, that college, that college and for that major. And then also the, the extras, the core classes that you have to take for dental school. And um, so what year of dental school are you in right now? Third year. Third year. So what's the hardest one so far? Or at least what do people say? You know, maybe the fourth one's going to be the hardest, first, second, third. Right. right. So I, uh, I think it depends on where you go and the type of person you are um what i mean by that is depends on where you go because certain schools for example a lot of people in my school in stony brook say that the third year is very hard it's very very hard why because there's they mix in a lot of clinical and like you're you're still seeing patients and really seeing a lot of patients i think we have like eight sessions a a week and then at the same time you're taking a bunch of classes so like that mix is very hard for certain people but at the same time, some people like me personally thought the first year was the hardest because the first year we took a bunch of medical school type of classes and pounding information. You're also you. getting adjusted. So. Right. And you're still getting adjusted, especially yeah. if you take like one gap, one gap so, year. So you're still getting adjusted. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff into it. So, but like, I guess for people who are probably better, let's say working with their hands or. Right. Um, I guess more book smart than do, it, would, it would also depend on that. Right, very much, very much depends on that. It also matters when that about that specific dental school um, gives you those classes. There are certain labs that you have to take, like prost, removable, and fixed, mm-hmm. etc. Operative that you'd have to take, um, which is hands on. And certain people have a lot, a much easier time. Personally, I had much easier time in that in that stuff than studying and memorizing a bunch of information. Right. And some people don't, so. It just depends on the on the person. It depends on the, the school. So, and also, what's I guess typically like you know within four years is the progression of you know what you're going to be doing in dental school. So, like I guess you mentioned at the first year is a lot of like uh, medical school type classes. Right. So what what's like what happens you know second third. Right. Gen- generally, they'll they'll tell you that the first two years is very, uh, very course oriented. A lot of lectures and a lot of different materials that you have to under understand. Um, different subjects, all the general biologies and like microbiology, physiology, anatomy, etc. Mm-hmm. And then the set, and they also build on to the dental like uh, lectures that you have to that you have to know and go through. Um, and then there is the second two years, which is more based on clinical patient interaction and actually treating patients, treatment planning, right? right? Exactly. So that's the general gist of dental dental schools. But like 
which classes you take when, etc. That depends on on which dental school you go to. I'm and sure like, there's also a lot of labs. I guess customization, if you will, you know, right. by, within everybody's schedule. What do you mean? I'm saying like different classes you want to take, when you take them, you know, how you take them. Like so dental of... schools usually, I think they they like tell you which classes you have to take when. Maybe in the fourth year, there's some like optional or like uh, extracurricular type of type of classes that you uh, you choose which one you want to take mm-hmm. or not. Whether it's like ortho, whether it's like perio, whether other right. other different fields. That's yeah, like that's I guess true. that that probably also like helps um, you choose what you, if like a person wants to go into specializing. Right, right. Either yeah. they they choose or it looks good on an application after you already chose. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for Thank you uh, all the questions. We're going to delve more into the from kite side of things. Okay, got it. Explain, especially coming out of Yeshiva, going into Landers, Baruch Hashem, we, we are in a, in a decent, like, bubble to an extent that we have Yeshiva and, like, we have college. So it's like, it's a, you feel like you're okay. You second you step out into the secular world, what's, what's the first thing that's, like, most surprising about being in the, in the secular world? Most surprising. So when you go into, for example, I went to this school, it matters when you start so so some like accountants i know they, they get into january so january is the winter mm-hmm. so people are still sneeze mm-hmm. but um, i started in like <laughs> august so yeah. it was like smack in the middle of the summer okay. so people people aren't always dressed as uh, mm-hmm. as uh, sneezely as you'd like mm-hmm. and uh, that's definitely a challenge and uh even if you're married it's just not it's not so good to see i guess mm-hmm. so. how do you deal with that um, what do you do uh, work on shmir sanayim mm-hmm. <laughs> that's one yeah um, and I tell you, you probably in in general you'll get you'll get used to it. You'll get used to seeing it looking away, or just mm-hmm. um, being around it and not having it affect you so mm-hmm. much. You and think- obviously, getting married is is very very important for that too. For sure, so, for yeah. sure, hundred percent. And do you think that aside from all these, there are other things about entering the secular world? Do you think dentistry itself is like from profession, like as in it's sustainable for being from and of like. Course. Of course, uh, you you see it from all the dentists out there. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's one of the popular fields. It's like medic medicine, lawyer, de- mm-hmm. dentist, accounting. Uh, it's one of the fields. Uh, it's it's very good. Just time wise, um, family wise, you'll you'll be able to work a eight to five job, maybe less. Maybe you'll get a day off to learn, etc. It's it's a good parnasa. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely good enough to pay school tuition, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's definitely a it's also very rewarding you really love it just not not from kite wise just like like it's it's a great profession to see people with a good smile or to mm-hmm. help people just be healthy and understand oral health is very important for for just health in general you know, sure. people, people take off more days for from work from oral health more than any other, other really? day. yeah that's actually a thing yeah uh, i'm so too scared to go to the dentist like to uh <laughs> no, <you laughs> even should, if no, i'm you in should, you should come 50 <laughs> percent <laughs> off right <laughs> for you <laughs> free, no. uh, there we go on camera <laughs> uh all right. would you say though that are uh, there are challenges in like from quite wise being in dentistry or do you think it's one of those that is just pretty much nothing there, there are definitely definitely challenges shabbos is a big big challenge i know uh residency some of them on you to work on Shabbos. Some of them, even if you're working on Friday, they'll go into Shabbos. So that's yeah. that's definitely a, a big around thing. That. There are Shomer Shabbat ones, Shomer Shabbos uh, residencies. Mm-hmm. So generally, you'll just like want to pick one of those, apply to those, pick one of those. Um, that's that's definitely Wait, important. Wait, they're Dafka Shomer Shabbos, or they have to be non on Shabbos? 
some of them are Shomer Shabbos. They they just don't don't work on Shabbos. Some Amazing. Of them, they're run by Jews. Some of them, they, yeah, they'll give you Shabbos off, and you don't have to go. Some and sometimes you could work on even if you don't do a Shomer Shabbos one, you could try and um we'll go your way through like ask somebody else to cover for you while you cover their days obviously people want to be off on saturdays but like but you could always try and work it up mm. work it out okay um what would you say are three like of your top like basically things to live by by for like staying from within like uh-huh. the workplace and like school and all of this it's do you a- have three yeah, I think so. I think so. I'll, I'll <laughs> tell you. I'll tell. Very important is to learn every day. Mm. Very important because when you learn every day, you you have that sense of you you know where your roots are. Mm-hmm. You, you and and learning in general just like keeps you grounded to be in a certain place. Davening also. The only way you get anywhere is davening. Mm. Hashem, He runs the world. I'm telling you, you have a test. You should be davening for it. You should be learning. You should study for it. But like. You need a you need you a do your shot list, but at the end yeah, of the day, yeah. Hashem's who, who runs the world, and mm-hmm. there are like tests where I thought I'd like literally fail, and and somehow I like, dive in for it. I get the right questions and get an A. It's like wow. literally a That's thank epic. God. It's a miracles. Nisim every day. This is what I was saying. Like they open this at that point. Every day. <laughs> you know you're gonna fail, and you get an A back in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Um, and lastly, I think it's it's very important. I was telling you that I I don't study on Shabbos secular studies I mm. think I think that's that's just very important I know like a lot of my friends actually started doing that and to have that one day of like just mental like it just gives you a sanity just gives you like a mental health like a like where what's really not not just what's important but like what's like a family time to just relax and mm. be with your family be in the show be a, be a regular human being mm-hmm. Uh, that's great. And then you got any other advice? Other advice? Do what you like. Do what you like. So as we were going to say, people who are going down the same path as you, you I know you're saying do what you like. Do you have advice for these guys specifically who are going? What would you say is the best step to get? I guess a lot of the guys aren't going to be able to do APs in high school because they're most likely going to be out of it. But I mean, if you are still in high school, obviously try to do it. But. I would say also take your time. I don't know if it... it if you're if you do well in school try and get as many a's as you can really learn the materials you're going to be having you have to take the dads you have to then there's and that's it's just built off that like everything just keeps going and going um the ap's don't really matter because you could take another year of school and it's not the end of the world nothing's mm. going to happen like you're going to be a do- doctor a little later it's fine like dentist uh, like it, it's not the end of the world trust i mean me. is it is it not hard because how do you pay this, this is my big question. Like, how do you pay the bills while you're in dentistry? So I assume you're not earning. Right. I'm not, I'm not earning. I mean, first of all, there's loans. So mm-hmm. like, I like, I have a friend that, that has, uh, is married to somebody else in dental school as well. And the, the two dentists, dental yeah. school students. And they're, really? they're making it. Why? Because, okay, so they take some loans. If mm-hmm. they get help, they get help. But really, they're probably just taking loans. And the loans are, are there. I'm not recommending to take as many loans as you can, but you, you do what you do. And, and if parents are there to help, parents are there to help. If mm. not, yeah, and my wife personally, thank God, she started working about two, two and a half years ago. Amazing. So, um, so that really helps also. Mm. Two years, yeah. Okay, that that's definitely very helpful. To have yeah, some definitely. So I think that's a big fear for people going into any med school, or dentistry, or PhD, or whatever. Right, right. You you have no partners for like seven years. Right, right. So, so uh, I mean, not seven years, really. It's just four years because yeah. after that you have residency. Residency mm-hmm. usually pays. So. 
the the residency that pays that that'll pay for your like at least your living expenses you probably mm-hmm. wouldn't pay off the loans but eventually you'll make it off and uh, it'll be it'll be okay it's definitely a good life though yeah thank god okay so we're gonna we're gonna end with a couple shtick questions that we Ooh, are nice. gonna try implement here okay Ooh. so if you could be a fly on the wall watching two people any they can be at any point in history you could be alive still not alive um, I'd obviously go for Churchill, and I don't know who else he would. <laughs> I'd like, I'd like go to like Avram and Yitzhak, like how they'd learn. Okay, like, now I feel bad for not going with that answer. Maybe like Moshe Rabbein when you were sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. I, I, I've always wanted to know. Like, I wanted to ask Yitzhak, like, how, how are you like, okay, going up to the arcade? Like, I just want like <laughs> everything okay. Like, I just want to know. Um, okay, so you'd say, well, I guess you have to work on your moon. Now. Yeah, I'm under, yeah. <laughs> We all do. Don't worry. Uh, so you you'd go for Avram Yitzchak. Uh, Avram Yitzchak, maybe uh, maybe uh, Moshe and Yeshua. What what do you want them to be talking about? I just want to know how they learn. Yeah, I hear. Yeah, like what's the what's the deal? Like, <laughs> uh, what's the difference between them and us? Uh huh. They have the the quite the Gemara about uh, Moshe seeing Rabbi Akiva. So apparently, it's different the way they learned. I don't know. I wanna. I would love to to see what they do. Do you think we'd even be able to understand it? I mean, I'd like to hear it. Maybe we understand it. Oh, this is true. Probably, why not? Uh huh. So the other other thing we wanted to know is throwing out all your ideolo- ideological and halachic issues. What would you say would be like your dream job and location, and practically how would you be able to get there? Interesting. Um, like pretend, let's say you're not Jewish, you have no no worries at all. obviously, but we're saying let's say that you could do anything you wanted. Do anything I wanted. What would I do? I would not be an astronaut because yeah. I, I feel like that would be really scary. By the I'd way, be so scared. Low key, that is terrifying. And also, yeah. how like how do you do anything Jewish like up there? Like, at the, there's no I, such thing as a month. Like, that's a good question. They have they have shadows about that. Right? Yeah, I it's, I've, it's I've heard, but I've, like, how does it? Crazy. It no, doesn't make sense I, to me. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But I, just personally, going up, like, I can't go up to like buildings and look down. It's just no? scary. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, no. Okay, so definitely, um, so definitely not astronaut. an astronaut. But um, I feel like I feel like it'd be like a brain surgeon or like a, like yeah. a heart surgeon or something. Something like really crazy. I just think it's, it's just cool. Like really? putting someone up and like actually being able to do something to help. Uh, uh-huh. Something like that. I always I always say <laughs> to be a heart surgeon, you always either got to be like one level of a psychopath because to be able to like okay. like a surgeon as in to just cut someone open, like see their insides. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I heard from my dean that it, uh, actually the, the first time you open somebody up is like the craziest thing ever. But then after that, you're like, okay with it. <laughs> yeah, no, that there's a reason I'm going into psychology. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to be touching anyone like that. That's uh, Can I ask you what your dream job would be? What your dream job would be? My dream job would be? Aside uh, from Halafa. That's a great question. Do you know what's funny? I always used to say as a kid, I want to be a librarian. I don't know why. I used to like pound books. Okay. And like, as soon as I was like, fourteen or fifteen, I was like, yeah, I don't want to be doing that. <laughs> like, I always, I always used to say, it. I was like, yeah, this gym job, you literally, you sit in a chair and like read all day. Like <laughs> yeah, definitely in that sense. Yeah, uh, but I was like, definitely, I was like so into it. And yeah, as soon as you realize <laughs> it's not, you're not a ninety-year-old uh, woman, then it's like <laughs> slight issues there. But you know, um, so the other thing, this is a very random question. Okay, because I know you've been excited for this question. If in in your college campus or wherever you are, 
where would you say is the best place to take someone on a shirk date? On a shirk date. So, so let me get this straight. You're taking a shirk date uh-huh. to your campus. Yeah. Which where's a good spot? Where's a good spot? Where's a good spot? Like you show you showing her like all the dentistry tools, like what you you like you're posing there. You get down. You have the like that I mean, thing that is such a big. It's very interesting. Um, tr- truthfully, I don't like just go roaming around Stony Brook. No. But um, <laughs> I'll tell you, I think uh, there are places like we we had a white white coat ceremony by like these nice beautiful fountains. What what do you say uh, it was? White coat ceremony. Oh, a white coat ceremony. Oh. A medicine and dentist school. They get like this white coat. Uh-huh. So you know, like the white. Is that coat like that, when that people graduate wear? and they throw off? So kind of like that, but it, but it happens in like your first or second year, mm-hmm. and um, you get it to like start clinic. Like you're you're starting to see patients. Uh-huh. So uh, during that, we 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 were on this like beautiful fields with all these like fountains and stuff. It's a, it's a nice place. I I have no idea what it's called, but you could look it up <laughs> on Stony Brook. I beautiful am. city also. Yeah. Yeah. What? So Stony Brook is in New York. It's in yeah, it's in Long Island, deep into Long Island. Yeah, I still do not know my uh, my geography of this place, but yeah, yeah. it's okay. You're from Canada. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm definitely what you call an owl towner. Yeah, Yeah, I've been here for like almost ten years, uh, seven years, or something like that. Yeah, I still I still I don't know. You don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Aidan, this was uh, so interesting. I hope everyone learned as much as I did. Like Uh, I really really enjoyed this. you can, I guess, if you have any questions, I guess, you can reach out to me and I can put you in touch with Aitan. Um, we'll definitely be giving you the 50% off. Um, and then, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this and have a good one.